Alan Austin, as nervous as a kitten, went up certain dark and creaky stairs in the neighborhood of Pell Street in Chinatown in New York, and peered about for a long time on the dim landing before he found the name he wanted written obscurely on one of the doors. He pushed open this door, as he had been told to do, and found himself in a tiny room which contained no furniture but a plain kitchen table, a rocking chair, and an ordinary chair. On one of the dirty brown walls were a couple of shelves containing, in all, perhaps a dozen bottles and jars. An old man sat in the rocking chair, reading a newspaper. Alan, without a word, handed him the card he had been given. The old man said politely, Sit down, Mr. Austin, I'm glad to make your acquaintance. Alan sat down and asked, Is it true that you have a certain mixture that has, um, quite extraordinary effects? My dear sir, my stock in trade is not very large. I don't deal in laxatives and teething mixtures, but such as it is, it is varied. I think nothing I sell has effects which could be precisely described as ordinary. Alan began. Well, the fact is, the old man interrupted. Here, for example, he said, reaching for a bottle on the shelf. Here is a liquid as colorless as water, almost tasteless, quite imperceptible in coffee, wine, or any other beverage. It is also quite imperceptible to any known method of autopsy. Alan was very much horrified. Do you mean it's a poison? The old man replied indifferently. Call it a glove cleaner if you like. Maybe it will clean gloves. I've never tried. One might call it a life cleaner. Lives need cleaning sometimes. I want nothing of that sort. Probably it's just as well. Do you know the price of this? For one teaspoonful, which is sufficient. I ask five thousand dollars. Never less, not a penny less. Alan replied apprehensively, I hope all of your mixtures are not as expensive. Oh dear no, it would be no good charging that sort of price for a love potion, for example. Young people who need a love potion very seldom have five thousand dollars. Otherwise, they would not need a love potion. I'm glad to hear that. I look at it like this. Please a customer with one article, and he will come back when he needs another, even if it is more costly. He will save up for it if necessary. So you really do sell love potions? The old man reached for another bottle. If I did not sell love potions, I should not have mentioned the other matter to you. It is only when one is in a position to oblige that one can afford to be so confidential. And these potions, they're not just, just, uh, oh no, their effects are permanent and extend far beyond the mere casual impulse. But they include it. Oh yes, they include it. Bountifully, insistently, everlastingly. Alan attempted a look of scientific detachment. Dear me, how interesting. The old man smiled. But consider the spiritual side. I do indeed. 
For indifference, they substitute devotion. For scorn, adoration. Give one tiny measure of this to the young lady. Its flavor is imperceptible in orange juice, soup, or cocktails. And however giddy she is, she will change altogether. She will want nothing but solitude and you. I can hardly believe it. She is so fond of parties. She will not like them any more. She will be afraid of the pretty girls you may meet. Alan cried in a rapture. She will actually be jealous of me? Yes, and she will want to be everything to you. She is already. Only she doesn't care about it. She will. When she has taken this, she will care intensely. You will be her sole interest in life. Alan cried, wonderful. She will want to know all you do, all that has happened to you during the day, every word of it. She will want to know what you're thinking about, why you smile suddenly, why you are looking sad. That is love. Yes, how carefully she will look after you. She will never allow you to be tired, to sit in a draft, to neglect your food. If you are an hour late, she will be terrified. She will think you are killed or that some other woman has caught you. Alan was overwhelmed with joy. I can hardly imagine Diana like that. You will not have to use your imagination. And by the way, since there are always other women, if by any chance you should, later on, slip a little, you need not worry. She will forgive you in the end. She will be terribly hurt, of course, but she will forgive you in the end. Alan said fervently, that will not happen. Of course not, but if it did, you need not worry. She would never divorce you. Oh, no. And of course, she will never give you the least, the very least grounds for uneasiness. And how much is this wonderful mixture? It is not as dear as the glove cleaner or life cleaner, as I sometimes call it. No, that is $5,000, never a penny less. One has to be older than you are to indulge in that sort of thing. One has to save up for it. Alan repeated, but the love potion. The old man opened a drawer in the kitchen table and took out a tiny, rather dirty-looking bottle. Oh, that, that's just a dollar. Alan watched the old man fill the bottle. I can't tell you how grateful I am. I like to oblige. Then customers come back later in life when they're better off and want the more expensive things. He handed the younger man the bottle. Here you are. You will find it very effective. Thank you again, said Alan. Goodbye. Au revoir, said the man. 